Welcome to Live Well with Southwell. Southwell is dedicated to helping you be equipped with the best tools and knowledge to make sure you and your family live a healthy life. Live Well with Southwell features interviews with experts across many areas of healthcare and wellness. We hope you enjoy listening and most importantly, living well. Hi everyone, I'm your host Liza Tillman and today we are talking with Dr. Michael McCartney. Dr. McCartney is a dentist who is a member of the medical staff at Southwell Medical, our new facility in Adel. Today we will be discussing the connection between good oral hygiene and how it affects your overall health. Thanks so much for joining us today, Dr. Mack. It's great to be here. What is your connection to Southwell Medical and what services do you provide? I've been on the medical staff since 1996. Always been a consultant for anybody who needs to see me at the nursing home. Okay, okay. Can you tell us about your background, where you're from, maybe a little bit about your family? I uh, graduated dental school, uh, New Jersey's dental school, as it was then, now it's Rutgers. Dental mm-hmm. school, Rutgers took over the whole medical services in the state of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. In 1992, I did a uh, Air Force residency from 92 oh. to 93. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of extra training and all kinds of stuff, sedation, surgery. Yeah. Uh, they sent me to Moody Air Force Base. Oh, is that how you ended up in South Georgia? <laughs> that, yeah, oh, okay. I grew up in New Jersey. So, I always wondered. <laughs> yeah, so I, I came down here, met my wife the third day I was here. Oh. And that's the rest of the story. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I worked at Moody for two years from 93 to 95. Mm-hmm. Randy Benner opened up Adel. Dental Associates. One of my coworkers uh, knew a dental supply guy in Valdosta who also was the supply guy for Dr. Benner, mm-hmm. put us together, and I worked for him as his associate, basically ran the office mm-hmm. once he got it started and then bought it in 98, and I've run it ever since. So can you tell us what health issues can be caused by poor oral health? Okay. We'll talk about inflammation. Okay. All right. Okay. Gum disease and decay are all caused by plaque. Mm-hmm and the lack of removal of that plaque. Okay. Uh, the toxins that plaque produces, uh, either an acid that eats away your enamel and causes decay, mm-hmm. or the toxins that break down the gum tissue and then eventually allow the plaque to move down below the gum and start attacking the bone. That's a cr- more of a chronic inflammatory mm-hmm. disease and, and decay is more of kind of an acute thing. Okay. But both situations with bad oral hygiene um, produces basically a chronic wound in mm. your body. So our bodies are designed in a great way in the sense that you say you're making dinner, you cut yourself, you want a scab to form where you've cut yourself. Right. That's a normal cascade. You get a scab, you mm-hmm. heal, you're fine. Right. With gum disease, those same chemicals that go to heal a scab or cause a scab, mm-hmm. that, those chemicals continue to pour through your body because it's a chronic inflammatory process, just like um, arthritis or if you had a boil on your foot yeah. and it's not being treated, that cascade of chemicals is not good to be coursing through your bloodstream all the time. Mm. So it's very important to control the plaque mm-hmm. by brushing and flossing and right. seeing your dentist regularly and getting professional cleanings and all of that. If you think about it, dental disease is the most preventable disease on the planet because everybody's going to get a cold. Everybody's right. going to get the flu. Right. You can go through your entire life without ble- bloody gums in a cavity. If you take care of yourself properly. From, yeah, from the start. So you know, the worst thing a, a parent could do is let their child get a cavity. Mm-hmm. And then that, that tooth is kind of cursed to, right, you know, right. along the way, mm-hmm. have more and more problems. So by controlling plaque and then controlling the inflammation, it's one less area of your body that has to work at to keep making better. The, the chemicals that, cause the, uh, that come from the inflammation, mm-hmm. they cause inflammation in the bloodstream, in the vessels. The vessel gets an ulcer, oh. and then that's where that plaque forms. Okay. So when they do bypasses, when they look at that section of artery they take off the heart during a bypass when they fillet that open and yeah. examine it uh-huh. what do you think they find plaque 
vegetations of dental bacteria. Really? Yes. So that's an irrefutable fact that multiple studies have shown that in plaques throughout the body and vessels, uh-huh. dental bacteria is in there. So that was going to be one of my questions is that can your oral health affect heart disease? So absolutely without absolutely. effect. Yeah. Yes. The blockages cause high blood pressure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which in turn can cause heart attacks and strokes. Sure. Also, the chemicals that are causing the inflammation affect diabetes. So it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah. You know, uh, diabetes affects your immune system Mm -hmm. and gum disease. You need a good, strong immune system to help fight off the damage that the gum disease is causing. Right. So if that stays out of control, then your blood sugar goes up, A1C goes up. Wow. And and so controlling the plaque, once again, we see it all the time. Mm -hmm. Diabetics' health majorly improves once they get their gum disease under control. Really? You know, preferably by keeping their teeth. But if people have so severe gum disease, we have right. to take all their teeth out. Oh, my God, their health also improves dramatically, almost wow. instantaneously, because the source of the inflammation is gone. I had always heard that, but I didn't realize how serious it was. It, how does inflammation play a role in overall health? It really weakens your body and makes it work harder to, to do the things that it kind of does almost automatically. Mm-hmm. It's more stress on the system right. if you've got more inflammation. Mm-hmm. If you can control that, that's one less thing your body has to work, worry about and gives you more energy right. to do its normal bodily functions. Another thing, more studies have come up now with the inflammation that they think gum disease may be affected in dementia too. Oh my goodness. Because you know, you got blood flow to the brain because sure. is it causing blockages in the brain as right. well? You know, you block, you block brain flow, oxygen, and blood, brain cells start dying. Mm-hmm. And, and in seeing those nursing home patients, mm-hmm. the nursing home patients whose mouths are clean, mm-hmm. they're, they're with it. Wow. They, they, are, they are cognitive. Uh-huh. They're, they're sharp. Yeah. The ones that have either dentures or very bad hygiene mm-hmm. are mentally affected and, sure. and, uh, and have problems. Wow. How do you reduce inflammation in your mouth? Normal hygiene, mm-hmm. you know, like the American Dental Association says, uh, it's like two times two. It's like okay. brush your teeth mm-hmm. twice a day, two minutes at a time. Uh, you really only have to floss your teeth before you go to bed. You can floss as much as you like or, or do something. Use a toothpick. There's interdental brushes, whatever you can. Um, if you have bigger spaces between your teeth, you probably need to use a, a brush instead of floss. Okay. But the bottom line is to disturb the plaque every 24 hours so it can't colonize and cause damage. Right. It's, it's that simple. So when you have your teeth cleaned, you're a, you're a clean slate. If you do that every day, you shouldn't have any problems. So how often should you get your teeth cleaned? Good question. If you have a normal immune system and, mm-hmm. and decent hygiene, mm-hmm. twice a year is fine. If you're diabetic, if you smoke, if you have other underlying medical conditions like uncontrolled blood pressure, right. um, those kind of things, you may want to come every three or four months. Don't let insurance dictate what you do for your body or with your body, because sure. uh, everybody worries about, well, I like get two cleanings a year. It's like, right. actually, we can actually write narratives and say, okay, this patient's a uh, uncontrolled diabetic. Mm-hmm. They need more mm-hmm. visits to help us maintain their, their health. And right. sometimes they'll allow that. So how does dentistry link up with the rest of the medical community? Everybody has really bought into the, the mindset of prevention. Mm-hmm. And, and really, and, and we all understand the, the danger of inflammation right. and what it does to the body. So when somebody comes in for a physical and goes sees one of our great Southwell physicians and mm-hmm. says, hey, I've got you know high blood pressure, diabetes, or like the next thing they say is like, well, you need to go to the dentist okay. and see what kind of shape your mouth is in mm-hmm. and see if that may be also a causative factor if they're having trouble controlling 
blood pressure and diabetes, like the blood sugar, A1C won't go down and they're doing everything. They're throwing everything at it. Insulin, metformin Mm -hmm. for diabetes. And, and it like, well, they'll look and say, well, when was the last time you went to dentist? And they'll say, well, I haven't been in a while. It's like, well, maybe this is part of the problem. So, and conversely, when we see people come in our office, we're taking their blood pressure. We're, you know, with their medical updates, you know, we'll, we'll, if they're diabetes, I, I'm asking them what their A1C is because I want to know. Because wow. if it's if it's at a number I know is wrong or high, mm-hmm. it's like, well, that really helps kind of push them into accepting treatment and uh, and taking ownership of, hey, I've got a dental problem that's affecting my overall medical health. Right. The partnerships are getting better as yeah. far as what the overall health is. It's the oral systemic connection. Okay. So, is there such thing as just a little dental infection? No. Okay. <laughs> um, it may be uh, on the on the X-ray. It may look small, right? But ex- uh, infections that are sitting there, at their abscesses, mm-hmm. pockets of pus. Let's let's be honest. That's what and, it is. And, and yeah. Say what it is. Sitting inside the bone or in the gum, mm-hmm. like we said earlier, that your body is going there to to have to fight that infection. But sometimes they can get so severe that you know you actually feel like you have the flu. People are that run down from wow. from one, one single tooth having an abscess, whether it's from decay getting into the nerve and needing a root canal type of thing, or the gum disease of being you know the bone being eaten away and that kind of infection. Either one of those things can make you feel that lethargic and and sick, which speaks a lot to how it affects the rest right. of your body. Yeah, like we were saying. In fact, I had to have a patient admitted to Tiff Regional two weeks ago. He he came in a year ago. I told him he needed a root canal. He didn't get it. Ugh. He came back in and he said it was kind of sore. And then the next thing I know, I'm having to admit him for IV antibiotics. Wow. And 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 at this point, he still hasn't come in to have the root canal done. <laughs> I was like, oh, and it's a young guy. He's like 20. Oh, so I was man. like, son, come on. Can, help me. So help, help me help you. <laughs> so what is so, so we hear the words root canal. And right. everyone's like, I'd rather have a root canal than do this. Is it really that bad or is it as bad as we're just building it up in our right. mind that it's going to be terrible? I, I did two. I did two today. Okay. One, now one, one person was sleeping, Okay. but, <laughs> but he, he didn't flinch or move or anything. It's a kinder, gentler place for everything in, in dentistry. We're trying to make sure, cause let's face it. If you hurt somebody, they're not coming back. Sure. So sure. root canal infections can cause a lot of pain because mm-hmm. there's no place for that, that pus to go. It's just built up in the bone yeah. and pressure there. But to be able to relieve the pressure, leave, relieve the pain, the dental anesthetics we've got and the topical anesthetics, like the injection doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. the procedure doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple thing to be able to save a tooth instead of right. yanking it out. So, so you got to weigh your, your pros and cons. That's right. There, there's, you know, there's, there, some, I heard this on the radio not too long ago. There, there's, a, there's an economy of life. Everything costs something. Whether you do something or you don't, mm-hmm. there's a cost to it. Right. So you can either choose to save your tooth or lose it. And, mm-hmm. what, and then the next question I ask is, all right, you're going to take that tooth out. What are you going to do to replace it? And they don't think about that. Right. It's like, you know, because that upsets the card as far as being able to choose. Is that tooth important for you to chew? Is it important right. for how you right. look? Yeah. Yeah. So the health of the mouth, the appearance, I mean, that helps your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself, too. Sure. So along with American Heart Month, this month is also National Children's Dental Health Month. So what can parents do to start their kids on the right track when it comes to proper oral health? Because that's, like you said, that's where it starts. If you've got a kid that gets a cavity, then we're just kind of downhill from there. So what can parents do? That's right. Number one, before they ever have a tooth, get get the child used to you being in there 
cleaning their gums. You can clean their gums. The cleaner their mouth is, the less chance they have of maybe getting earaches, ear infections. Okay, so okay. that's connected too. Yeah, xylitol drops. Um, is the xylitol, the sweetener is toxic to oral bacteria. So okay. chewing, so chewing sugar-free gum with xylitol is good to, for your mouth as an as a an adult who can swallow and, and right, whatever. Right. But for a child, you put a drop in xylitol and you'll help prevent ear infections. Okay. But uh, once a tooth pops in the mouth, mm-hmm. baby has their first tooth, bring them in. They, they can sit on your lap. We can really? look in their mouth. Yeah, it's called a happy visit. Okay, so, a happy visit. Yes. That's nice. So they, they sit on their lap. You can If they'll sit in a chair by themselves, great. But um, just get them familiar with being in a dental environment. Someone messing with their mouth and their face. Yeah. Uh, maybe brush their teeth and you know even put a little fluoride varnish mm-hmm. on, on the teeth that they have. Because uh, sometimes we'll see it like usually once a year where a seven-year-old comes in, mm-hmm. has never been to the dentist, Oof. has been, uh, it's just been a big party with um, Mountain Dew and Sprite and sugar and whatever, yeah. and yeah. their mouths are bombed out. And uh, like I have to send them to the pediatric office to put to sleep, lose Oof. teeth or all that. Wow. And, and a huge expense. Parents, don't, don't do your children a disservice like that. It's, that's yeah. neglect. It's not, it's, you know, you should be bringing them in when they're one, two at the latest, just to, to have everything assessed to make sure there's not any genetic defects in the teeth and that everything is sound. And sure. once a tooth is in the mouth, it can get decay. The pediatrician, again, plays a, a huge role, a partnership with you guys. Yeah, it's got to be. And they're wanting to, I'm sure they're telling their patients that they need to go, okay, it's time to go see the dentist. And, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to see a pediatric dentist Right. That's correct. right away. That's correct. Unless there's yeah. an issue, like you said. Yeah. And, and that's the parents um, prerogative to uh, to go straight to the pediatric dentist if they mm-hmm. like. Uh, we don't have TVs in our ceilings, whereas okay. like some of the <laughs> some of the pediatric offices do. And they yeah. then they and they cater to that. And that's fine. In my practice, if if a child can sit, behave, follow instructions and mm-hmm. cooperate, if they have problems and we have to treat them right or if they're just in there to have their routine hygiene visits Mm -hmm. if they're cooperative they don't necessarily need to go to the pediatric office right but if it's a behavioral problem where it's just you know if they're scared out of their wits and they're reaching and grabbing right that's a safety issue or or if they just have dental needs that are beyond what we can provide and they Mm -hmm. need it done immediately again that's the pediatric office is uh is uh, well equipped for that and uh you know unfortunately some kids have to be put to sleep sometimes and and then you know but that's uh, why it's so important to do it ahead Start, of time. Yeah. Start Prevention is, is, is key. Great. Do you explain to kids that having a healthy mouth means that the rest of, of their body will be healthy? Absolutely. We try to go out to the schools and do presentations yeah. during the month of February to, uh, to really drive it home. Mm-hmm. A couple of things that we tell the kids and, and making them repeat them back to us. <laughs> Bubbles are bad. Anything carbonated. Oh, okay. No bueno uh-huh. for for uh, for teeth. Whether it's dyed or regular, it doesn't matter. It's the actually it's the acid in the teeth. Okay. Um, teeth don't like acid. Okay. Uh, whether it's from plaque, diet, or reflux. You know, body produces acid. Stomach acid should stay in the stomach, and right. hydrochloric acid is not well tolerated by enamel. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's very important, folks, to keep your reflux issues under control too. There you go. There's another thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as kids go, diet is key. Parents do, you're the gatekeepers of the groceries. Sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, raw fruits and vegetables, the crunchier and the, the ones that have skin on them, they actually help clean your mouth while you're chewing. Wow. Yeah. And then the fiber's good for the rest yeah. of your body. That, that's it's right. All ties in together. That's right. You know, colorful diet is a healthy diet. Yeah. So. Great. So this is a big, big topic that I'm sure a lot of people, I'm not scared of you, Dr. Mack. 
but how do you handle people who have a real fear of the dentist? There, it's estimated 50 million people wow. don't go to the dentist because they are terrified for a myriad of reasons, um, mostly the needle. Some of it's the noise, you know, the sound of the drill, that kind right. of thing. Some people are claustrophobic and you know, you're getting into somebody's personal space. Yeah, that's so, true. So we get it. And um, there's no specialty for treating chickens. But that's something that we specialize in at <laughs> our it. at our office because, for whatever reason, um, some people have had bad experiences either as a child or right. or as a, as an adult, and then they just kind of disappear and fall through the cracks. And mm-hmm. if you avoid the gatekeeper, right. and 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 don't go for ten years, a lot of damage can occur, mm-hmm. um, depending on your lifestyle and your your diet and those kind of things. So we see it every day where, where these people are, I walk in the chair, uh, I walk in the room and the, as soon as I walk in and sit down, I haven't said a word and the person's like busting out in tears Oh no! or in a cold sweat or ready to yeah. like run through the window. Yeah. And I go through, tell me your story. I, I, I need right, to know yeah. what happened, mm-hmm. when it happened um, and, and, and why, and then help them to understand and take ownership of what, kind of shape their mouth because a lot of times these folks are to the point where either a they're losing all their teeth or or they're having if they're if their teeth are salvageable then they're spending thousands of dollars trying to uh to restore their mouths and and, but the cool thing about it is these people once they overcome that fear Mm -hmm. they become their self-esteem is like off the charts Oh, I bet. Because a lot of times they're they're what we call dental cripples. Like they, they don't want to smile. Their mouth, their smile. Oh, yeah. You know, so their self esteem is about you know an inch yeah. tall. Mm-hmm. So you've made their appearance look good. They they feel better about themselves. You've got the inflammation under control usually sure. too. Yeah. And and so all those things are working. And then then they become like our biggest ambassadors. Right. And and, and it really helps. And so what we sometimes it it takes a lot of appointments with sedation. Uh-huh. Okay. To get to get them to understand it's a, an okay place, or sometimes it's one visit mm-hmm. with sedation, and then it's like okay, I'm cool. Right. Sometimes it takes multiple visits to do that, but sedation has become a great tool for us. We offer IV sedation if people oh, want wow. it. You know, thank you, Air Force. That's one of the things they oh. trained me to do. So I've been doing it, you know, since since '93. That's great. There's a great oral pill protocol we mm-hmm. can use. Mm-hmm. Patients take some medicine at the house. And then when they come to the office, we assess them and see if they need more. And if they're they're good, like the one guy I saw this morning, mm-hmm. he took Fenergan, Ativan mm-hmm. at home, and he was pretty much zonked when he got to he the office. Sleeping. So I was like, yeah. well, you don't need anything. <laughs> Until a little later on in, in the procedures, he started waking up and getting a little more alert. And we just gave him some Halcyon, okay. crush it up, put it under their tongue, and it kind of knocks them back down. And, yeah. and the cool thing about it, too, those sedation medicines provide some amnesia. So if it wasn't the greatest procedure, oh. you know, if it was like, you know, take a wisdom teeth out, which right. which um, can be a struggle sometimes, sure. um, the patient doesn't remember it mm-hmm. and they just had a good nap and right. got their treatment done and <laughs> yeah. they're healthier and better for it. So yeah. it's a it's a great um, adjunct to be able to offer to the patients because everybody needs to be at the dentist, mm-hmm. just like they need to be at their physician. You know, you need to uh, have that oral systemic complex all working together. And mm-hmm. if something breaks down, the whole system can break down. It's really cool to hear about how um, how dentistry is is so closely combined with with overall health and the ways that we're partnering together. And uh, just really appreciate you educating us a little bit more. And yeah. I hope that maybe if people listen to this and they've been scared to go to the dentist, putting it off, what would you tell them? 
What's, what's your parting words to tell everybody if, if they've been putting it off and it's time? I like to quote Jesus, fear not. <laughs> Two words, fear not. Okay, that's great. That's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't. You threw me off. You threw me off. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so to kind of wrap it up, if anybody is... is on the fence and they know they need to go to the dentist and they're afraid or they've just been putting it off. We've talked about the importance of it. What would you say to somebody if some, if one of your previous patients was in this room right now, what would you tell them? To make the leap of faith that you, you deserve it mm-hmm. to, to treat yourself well, to get the best that you can have and, and to make the move for your best overall health and your dental health is part of that. Mm-hmm. So I've known a lot of people in my life who just go to the dentist and it's not a big deal, but I do have a family member who was very, very afraid of it, had a horrible experience uh, when she was younger and she was able to get away with not going to the dentist for a long time. And then she started experiencing pain and she had no choice because she knew like it, it just had to happen. So what would you say to somebody like that? Okay. Don't, we, we're trying to let our patients understand, and, and now the public should understand, don't let pain be your motivator to go see a doctor or a dentist. Let the level of comfort be the motivator, so, meaning you should go all the time right. to keep preventing that. Because if you waited till something's hurt, it's usually too late. It's just, right. And think about it. Think about it from your whole body perspective with, with like cancer and heart attacks. When you start feeling pain with a heart attack, it's too late. Yeah, or cancer. That's true. So you go early and, and, you know, say, you know, God forbid somebody has like breast cancer, you find a lump, maybe the lump just gets removed and the rest of your right, right. body is, is whole and, and healthy. And it's the same thing with your mouth. Don't wait till something hurts to go. Mm-hmm. Go because it doesn't hurt, so it won't hurt. Different mindset, a little par- paradigm shift. Right, right. But, you know, if, we, if you think about it that way, you're, you're, you're going to be way better off in the long run. You're going to keep money in your pocket. You're going to be comfortable, happy and overall healthy. All it takes is walking through the door and, and uh, being bold enough to understand that you're not going to be judged, that sure. they're, uh, you know, we, we meet people right where they're at. And yeah. it's like, okay, this is your situation. Let's, let's move forward. Mm-hmm. I think that's great advice for any medical issue you may be having. Thank you so much, Dr. Mack, for coming. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live Well with Southwell. If you have a question for a healthcare expert or a topic you'd like us to discuss, send an email to info at myselfwell.com. Until next time, live well.